Are we go? We're good to go. Alrighty, well, welcome back to another episode of the Hometown Boys podcast. Um, I'm your host, Hayden, for another great episode, and this is my co-host, my father, Sean hello. Fessler. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, so how's your week been? Just kind of want to check in. Anything been happening? Anything crazy? Just same old. Um, we're winding down the summer, and school is just around the corner, so, of course, you know, that's going on. Driver's Ed is always eventful and fun and exciting, but um, not just laying to throw it out there, but today I had a question. We were driving, and I don't know how this got brought up, but we were talking about movies, and we would you, this is one I thought about, and I don't, I mean, I know how I feel, but it was really weird for my answer. Would you go to the movie by yourself or would you seem like, would it be weird to you to go by yourself? And you're asking me that? Yeah, I'm asking you that. I mean, me personally, it would be kind of weird. I know a lot of my friends do it, but I would personally never go to the movie theater by myself. See, that's what I was thinking, because I really sat there and I was like, you know, that's that's something that I I don't think I would want to do. I mean, I can watch a movie by myself at home and not a big deal. But like if you go out to a movie theater, you got your popcorn, your thing, your drink and you're watching a movie and a funny part comes up and you laugh. I mean, you're just laughing by yourself. You know what I mean? It's like you're, you're not enjoying it with somebody else. Now, I know you don't talk during the movie, but when you have family there, you just feel like, okay, there's somebody here for me. I just thought it was really weird, and it was interesting to see how the kids, because the kids were like, well, you know, don't let others judge you. And, but neither one of them that I was riding with, they said they wouldn't go to a movie by themselves either. But Exactly. I mean, like, I just feel like that's weird, like, um, there's like social norms that you do and one of them I don't think like breaking I guess is like you gotta go with other people to the movie Yeah, like it's fine if it's like by yourself a little bit depending on when the movie came out like if it's opening night and you know all your friends are busy or you only could get one seat that's a little bit different of a s- story than like two weeks later you know or like going right now to see like Oppenheimer you can't yeah. go right now to see it yeah Cause I was thinking about it. Cause I was like, cause mom doesn't want to go see it. Right. She doesn't really care to see it. She's like, well, just wait until it comes out on, you know, on a streaming system. And I was like, eh, I kind of want to see it in the theater, but she's like, well, I don't want to go. I don't really want to see it. And so, you know, it's not like, I mean, she would go just, the, but I was like, maybe I'll go during the day. And then I started thinking to myself, that would be so odd. Like to go to the movie theater, you just, you're just sitting there with yourself yeah, absolutely. I think that would be strange. I, Like I said, it kind of depends on like when you would go, um, like when the movie was released. I don't even but know if it was like think... opening night and you only, you know, you go by yourself. I don't know if I would even do it then. I think, I think I, opening I... night's a little bit more understandable just because you're like, oh, it's the hype and everything. Like yeah. I said, maybe there's only one seat available or sections of ones, you know, like uh-huh. there's other things that happen. 
But then you look at it, do you think it's just because that's yours and I's personality? We're a little bit more social than introverted? Because I know there are people. I'm not saying it's bad not to go to the, like, if you go to the movie by yourself, it's, like, bad and stuff. I'm not saying that. But do you think it's also part of maybe, say, your personality and that you just how you are individually? Oh, most definitely. I mean, I think kind of how you are is what you do in your normal daily life. But everyone has their own like little quirks and everything. And I think kind of comes down to even, you know, being just going to the movie by yourself. Like that's a little quirk that you can just do even if you are a really social person. Hmm. You know? Yeah. No, I, 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 if you are a social person, you feel comfortable doing it. Maybe you do it. I don't know. I just, I just really thought that I don't see myself doing it. Although, you know, I do have time right now. It'd be awesome. I could go. It's, you know, like it's three hours long. I don't have any school going on. I get done early in the morning with driver's ed. I could go and watch it. But then I thought that is like so strange for me. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It was like something I've never really even thought about. I've never even thought about going to the movie by myself. Yeah, and look how old you are, and you've never thought about that? Yeah, I know. Kind of crazy, huh? I know, right? Another thing I kind of want to bring up, I I was talking to my wife this last week, and I was like, you know, it's not been irritating me, but, like, to a certain point, I just get really frustrated because, you know, I walk into a new business. This is kind of going to be about, like, customer service, you know? Mm -hmm. I walk into a new business. Maybe I've been there. Let's say I haven't been there before. There's either, there's, like, a variation of customer service that places are going to do. Mm-hmm. But recently I've been going into places and they have terrible customer service. You know, you get in there, um, the lady or man working at the register uh, gets your order, says it doesn't say it happily. It's like, yeah, what do you want? Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, doesn't spark up a conversation. And then on the other hand, you have places such as, you know, Dutch Bros that has a mentality of like, yeah, we want to talk to our customers and everything like that. And I'm like, no, don't really have a full conversation with me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, going into the places now where I'll, we, we went into one place this last week and we went, walked in and, you know, they were like, what do you want? Have you been in here before? We're like, yeah, they're like, OK, what do you want? And I'm like, to a certain degree, like you got to under, understand like social like not norms but just being a social person like it's not okay just to like shut down a conversation and be like okay what do you want okay yeah that sounds great or not even talk mm-hmm. and then to have the audacity to then ask for a tip from me is crazy that people are doing this now mm-hmm. i what no I, I i know what you're saying i i think we could come back to the tip thing Come back to the tip thing because I just read an article. It was really funny. I was reading an article as my generation to Tyler's generation to your generation. And you guys, your generation is the worst tippers. Gen Z, worst tippers. They don't think, you don't think you have to tip. Where my generation, because, I mean, they're like not making very much money. And so we just, even if we got bad service, we tip the 15% because we feel bad for that person because they're not Mm-mm. making a lot of money. The, no, the I don't think you should tip. If you have bad yeah. service. Exactly. Entire, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, like the entire like premise of like, you know, you go to the, like, let's say it's a sit down restaurant, uh-huh. right? I understand tipping then. That makes sense. When yeah. I go to a place 
where I place an order. Let's say, you know, um, there's a new chicken place down here. Me and Aria went yesterday. Um, it's called Jaybirds. I really like the place. We get in line, and the dude asks us the question. Super nice, right? Uh-huh. We get everything figured out. And then he's like, okay, what do you, like, and then he just stands there as is like, okay, give me a tip now. And I'm like, bruh, I'm not going to give you a 25% tip. And you can customize it. It's like 15, 25, or 30%. I'm like, bro, I don't know who's giving you 30% tip, let alone I'm hardly going to give you a 15, 15% tip. It was like $23 for the meal for both of us, which isn't that expensive. But still, yeah. I'm like, dude, like, this is like stupid why am i gonna tip you yeah the thing is is with i think tipping's out of control right now like you go to crumble you order it yourself you do everything on the little touch screen and then there's a thing at the that it says do you want a tip or not you didn't do anything for me in order to get a tip you somehow should be giving me a service that's what that's how i feel yeah exactly you should You should be getting a service, but not only just a service, but you should also be getting, um, like, part of me is like, okay, I want to invest in this company, you know, in a way you can think like that. I want to invest uh-huh. in, like, their customer service and make them feel good. Um, one time we went down to Vegas and we went to this place. It's called Fuku Burger. It was a really cool, really good hamburger joint, right? Uh-huh. We tipped and then he gave us suckers. That's the first time I've ever like felt rewarded for tipping. Yeah. Now suckers probably cost ten cents each, maybe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he gave us just, like one of them for each, and we mm-hmm. tipped him like three or four dollars. Now that made my day. He's happy. I remember that. I tell everyone about that. Then they're oh. like, "Oh, that's kind of a smart idea." But yeah. then no one ends up doing it because they're like, "Well, we don't want to get stuff and then give it out to people for tipping." But I'm yeah. like, it, it makes the awkwardness of just standing there and tipping, you know, less awkward. Yeah. I also, I don't like places like Dutch Bros or Swig or something like that where they're like, give a tip. I'm like, no, no, you didn't, you didn't do anything. That's the other thing. If you want to give something. a tip at Dutch Bros or Swig? No. See, I feel like that's the place I would because A, they made, they made my drink, you know, that's, that's they, they made everything. That's what you pay. That's why you pay money to them. No, you're They're, paying for the drink. The a drink doesn't cost four dollars. No, not if you get the right stuff. It doesn't. That, no, what I'm saying is a normal. Okay, let's just use like Swig. Use a Swig example. I have the Swig card. It's three dollars per drink. Forty four ounce, right? Three dollars for that drink. You're paying three dollars for the drink. Mm-hmm. 44 ounces of Diet Mountain Dew is not $3. I can get, I can go to the store and buy a six pack of bottles, drink two of them. There's my 44 ounce. I can get my own syrups and, and be way cheaper than the $4 that I went to Swig. But okay. Yeah. But the people getting paid there are like, okay, that's what they're I'm getting $10 plus tips. So what I'm saying is they're marketing on a, on, on a drink. It probably costs them the cups probably the most. But they're making a 200% profit off of me. 
That's why you pay your employees. That's why you do the service because I don't want to go home and make me a drink. I want the drink right there because I'm driving. I want it right now. I'm paying the extra money, the 200% of what it really should cost. You know what I'm saying? I'm paying that extra percentage to have you make it for me. I didn't shouldn't have to tip you. That's where I'm at. I'm placing. Yeah. Like you see I what I mean? That. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean on that. But I mean, I it was it. just something that, like, if anyone's listening that works in food or you know anything where you have to have good customer service, it just just do your job. Like, I know it's just a job and everything, but like be happy it's a lot easier in life being happy and being nice to people than looking like you're miserable at your job true now everybody has bad days get that but like you said those places where you're like oh my gosh i felt really good about that for example like chick-fil-a they say my pleasure you know they always make you feel or else the time you get somebody that's kind of ornery at chick-fil-a you're like whoa you know what I mean? But you go to those places where there is good service. You don't want to go somewhere where the service is poor and you have to pay, you know, you're paying more for it and then you get bad service. You're like, that's not worth it. Yeah, I completely agree. But I mean, if you're working in the public sector, it's kind of like with school teaching. We're, we're expected to act and do and be a certain way. You know what I mean? And they hold us to that standard. That's what the parents are expecting. No, you don't yell at my kid. No, you don't do this to my kid. You don't do this, do this, do this. And there's all these stipulations. Well, it's the same thing like if you go to a business. You want, you're paying your money, your hard-earned money that you worked for. I'm going to give you this. I'm paying overpriced. I know it's overpriced. I get that. They've got to make money. We've got to make money. It's all for the economy. That's fine. You go there, but you're paying a little bit more to have them make it. You want that. But I will, I will pay a little extra in a tip. Like if somebody's really good, I'll give them more than the 15%. You know what I mean? Yeah, where absolutely. They're, where they're nice, they talk to you, they kept their drinks coming. How's your meal? Like you said, they, they add just that little bit of extra to go out of their way to make you feel comfortable. You're like, I like this. I had a good there. Here you go. You know? Yeah. I mean, that kind of brings um, us to our like, next point that I've been thinking for a little bit. Um, my my sister-in-law has recently moved into a new place, and they're going through like a bunch of their stuff, just kind of throwing it out and everything. And her husband is absolutely adamant on keeping all of his boxes or tags from like certain places. You know, everyone has their Apple boxes for whatever reason. We all save our Apple boxes like one day we're going to need them when in reality we don't, you mm -hmm. know? Yes. Um, my wife even told me yesterday, she's like, it was so hard for me to throw away my Beats box, right? She got a new pair of shoes from Nike. She's keeping the Nike box. Why do we as people hold on to like this like idea of like, oh my gosh, it's a box. It's so cool. But like realistically, it's just a box, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm kind of. Well, I think from because of my dad and and he was a hoarder. He held on every everything had a value and you may need it again. You know what I mean? So I, I was like always ingrained in my head, like, oh, I may need that box later. Oh, I could use it for this. But where does the box go? It goes back in your storage, sits there, collects dust, never to use it. Never to use it again. Never to use it but again. But like 
there's there's unique boxes. I mean, for instance, like oh, the I get it. one. You know, it came in, it kind of all fit, it looked really nice together. Um, Apple's the same way. Like it looks really cool all together, but when you get like an Amazon package, for instance, you get it in a box and we're like, ah, it's just a box, throw it away. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like it's crazy to think that just a simple box and you know, people placing it just perfectly perfectly in the box just makes a huge difference. But do you think do you think like the box is the is the sometimes the box represents that moment of purchasing. You bought that, like you said, the Beats box or an Apple box. That's kind of a bigger purchase. So you're like, oh, I don't want to throw this out because by throwing it out, you're kind of throwing out the memory too. I mean, I personally don't look at it like that. Maybe some do and some think like that. I don't. But I mean, that is that is something that could be a possibility of someone being like, Oh, that was a present from this person. It's even like cards, you know, you get a card in the mail from your grandma or grandpa or whoever, right? Uh You get this card and you're like, okay, this is a really nice gift, but what do I do with it? You know, you you usually keep the money inside of it. If there's no money, you're like, well, this isn't like pointless to me, but like, it's just a card. Yeah. You know, no one ever saves cards. And if you do, you have a box of them. And like you said, they go in your storage, they go in your closet just to sit there. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, you're like, well, I don't need this anymore. This was three years ago for Valentine's Day. I don't need it. Yeah, I, I get it. Because we just, you know, like for example, we just cleaned out your closets. So we went through and there were shirts there that were like, oh, that, that were like memories that m- mom and I had of you wearing that one. And, you know, there were some shirts we just nah throw away but there was others that we held on to kind of like your 76ers jacket didn't throw that one away you're probably never going to wear it but it's still sitting up in there because it meant something to you at that point in time and we remember how much you cared and wore it only sparingly because you you put so much value onto it we didn't throw that one out we kept that yeah. one. Good. You shouldn't. That's what I'm saying. So why do we keep that? You're never going to wear it. You're, it, it, it has no value to you right now. You haven't wore it in four years. True. So why did we hold on to it? Because, you know, you attach to it. Like There's, you said, it brings back good memories and everything like that. The, the attachment to the fact that that's when you were our little guy and hanging out with us all the time and doing things all the time. And I just, you were so happy when you got that. So that was like one of those joyful gifts that you remember getting. So you didn't want to throw it out. I think that's why people sometimes hold on to certain things. However, it was really nice to get rid of because we got rid of a whole bunch of clothes, but just think about it as we, you know, we gave those, gave it to, you know, the DI and, and we gave it to uh, you know somebody else. Now there's another little boy out there that's gonna get your Oregon shirt or your you know Georgia shirt or whatever we had in the closet TCU, and they're gonna say, "Oh my heck, mom, look at this shirt," and that's gonna become their memory. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really cool. I mean, it's just kind of you know making but other te- people happy without even knowing it. But teachers were the worst. School teachers are the worst at hoarding. I have things in my room 
that I have since I my first year teaching. There are copies that were made like well, back in the old days. We did had like these ink turner machines. I mean, they were tight. They've been written. They were created by a typewriter from a teacher who had taught 20 years before me. I don't want to get rid of that because I think possibly someday I'll use it again. I've never used it, but it still sits in my back in my file cabinet there just in case I know it's there and I have it, but I have never used it. Yeah. I should throw that stuff away. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's crazy that people will hoard stuff. I'm like, no, I mean, your grandpa, my great grandpa, you know, he he was a master hoarder. Oh, and it was scary to go into his house. And I mean, I think other people go through the issue, too, of being like, okay, like you're walking into a house. People are hoarding stuff. You're like, why do you have this stuff? Like, what what significant value does in, does all the newspapers have to you? Yes. And no, that I just was it. crazy. Well, yeah, Grandpa was a prime example. Don't throw anything away. I mean, he had elastic bands that he would save that came off of his newspaper. And he put them on doorknobs around the house because he didn't, in case he needed elastic bands. Yeah, I never use elastic bands. No, you don't. He never did either. We had to clean him up after he passed away. Yeah, that's crazy. I can't even imagine that. You know, so there are certain things, yeah, that you just, I, I mean, and I guess probably more so that was his generation. You know, he was one of the older generations. I guess that could be it. But that kind of brings it back to, like, your guys' generation and maybe – but I guess maybe people do hold on to things for the memory. Maybe it's not yeah. a generational thing. Maybe it's just something that they didn't have and you do have. Or, you know, because I know that I have some wealthy friends and they they don't hold on to things. They don't need it. If they used it, they used it. If not, get rid of it. Gone. Yeah, so absolutely. Maybe it's, maybe it's also how much money you make and whether you hold on to that or not either true and like i mean even kind of moving into like our next little topic and everything you know i've i've been thinking a little bit about this um recently just because i'm like you know just places you want to go and kind of explore in the world and one being new york right i mean i think everyone at least in their life kind of wants to visit new york or be like oh it'd be really cool to see new york and us being both sports fans i'm like okay what's the what what would be the not sport what would be the team that you would want to go to new york and be like okay i would buy that team but it has to be in new york itself because there are a lot of teams not a ton of teams but there's a lot of teams in new york my team first of all i probably would invest into the new york knicks i don't know why and even right now i'm saying the new york jets yet again i don't really know why but I'm like, I would, I've always, you know, I like the color orange. I love that color green. And I know it's just a color, but still I'm like, New York would just be a cool place to be able to like have the team, the environment and everything there. See, I, I, I'm going to kind of, I, okay, I'll answer your question and then I'll come back to it. Cause I'm not a big fan of New York. I, but I, have you ever been? I have no desire to go. So without the desire to go, I have zero desire to go to New York City. The one thing I will say this, I, I wouldn't mind seeing a Yankees game. That would be cool. 
because Yankee Stadium, nostalgia of baseball and things like that. Other than that, I really have zero, zero desire. Like, I don't really care to go to New York City for anything. It's like not, it's not my style. After having lived in Berlin, in the big city there, I don't, the big city is, I, I thought it was, a, I loved it, my time there in the big city, but city life is so different. It's so different than I, I didn't like the city life. I didn't, I, I, that's why I have zero desire to go to North. But it's just, I mean, like, it's not just the city life. I mean, you can even take San Diego as a city life type of vibe, just with a beach there. You know, I yes, think San like, Diego's different than New York though. So that, you've never been to you know, New York. You don't know. Guaranteed. New York is different than San Diego. But what I'm saying, what I, the point I'm trying to get to is like, you know, five years ago, I didn't have a desire to be in St. George. Let's say seven years ago. I didn't even know this place existed, right? I remember you were like, we're going to go play Dixie. I'm like, where the freak is that? And you're like, St. George. I'm like, where is that at? And you're like, Southern Utah. I'm like, okay. I know it's below us you know, mm-hmm. and now I live here, you know, just that, just kind of as of everything that we're talking about, it's like, I think a lot of people like yourself right now are like, I would never go to you, New, New York, and you're, you're, you're like, okay, well, why do you not want to go to New York, big city, I know you've lived in a big city, right, but it's like, why would you shut yourself off, you might have an opportunity later on in life to be like, you know, a friend, a son, a colleague, you know, want to, someone would be like hey we're gonna take a trip to new york we need you to come or do you want to come you would deny the opportunity to go on a trip to new york i i no i wouldn't want to pay the money to go to new york i wouldn't even if all inclusive you wouldn't pay like if somebody said hey we're taking you on a free trip to new york city or we're going to go to Nebraska, Omaha, Nebraska. I uh-uh, it's not or, to, it's or you're sitting I, your butt home and working. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know that. I just, but it's not on a, that's one thing. I just have no desire to go to New York City. I don't, it's, it's not, it's, I don't really care for it. I don't, I don't care about the shops and the elegance and the nightlife and, and, and that. That's not something. Okay. Answer the, the question. Of, of, or, or the the feel of what I see now, this, this is just my see what I see the brand that New York city creates like, Oh, we're New Yorkers. You know, we got it is you tough, you know, nah, I don't know. That's not my vibe. But, but, but you didn't answer the question. Would <laughs> you go to New York if it was all inclusive and everything, everyone, you know, you got your best friends paying for you. You're going to your trip. You're going with your wife. Your wife's not staying home. Okay. Once you get there, you can do whatever. You're telling me you said you had zero desire to go there. Yeah. And you would deny that opportunity if someone said that for you. Well, you don't. I know because I would probably end up going. If somebody's paying for me, of course, you're going to go. Somebody's going to pay for me. But is it? it's not like one top desire. That's what I'm saying. Like that's that's different. If somebody's paying, you'll go pretty much anywhere if somebody's paying. If somebody said to you, Hey, we're gonna go, like I said, we're gonna go to Winnemucca, Nevada. I'm gonna pay for you to go. We're gonna go have some fun. I would go to Winnemucca, Nevada. To now, now let's family. say let's say yes, like you know, you're going on a vacation, 
Now, let's say if it was with a group of people, you know, all your friends, you know, like I said, your wife's going and everyone's going to New York. Okay, you have to pay just to get to New York. You have to pay for your plane trip and everything. But everyone is going. And if you don't go, then obviously you're the ones who don't go. You would still say no. That's a tough one. It is because I'm thinking I I don't I probably was strongly um, talk people out of going, maybe going somewhere else. I that's crazy to me. I mean, like my thing is, and I know I talked to you about this, but just for all of our you know listeners and viewers, it's like, why would you deny the opportunity to do something fun and lasting memory just because you know you're you don't want to go to that exact place or you don't want to go with this exact person? Okay, let me put it into it. Why when we would sit there and say, okay. You guys choose a place to go, and Tyler would say Chili's. You would say no, because that that Chili's gave me stomach issues. Okay, so you you wouldn't want to go to Chili's, but we're all going. It's the memory, you know what I mean. So see what I'm saying? There's kind of they're they're like I don't know. It's that vibe, and maybe I go. Maybe it would be fun. Who knows? But I don't know. Was there somewhere else I would rather go? Of course. Yeah, but. Back to your original question, a team that I would probably want to buy and purchase, like if I could, of a team in New York, I would probably stay along the lines of football, and it would probably be the Giants. Really? You'd go with the Giants? Yeah, I would go with the Giants. I would I would want ownership in the Giants. That is crazy. I didn't think you would say Giants. I mean, I, I know that you're more of like a football fanatic and everything. And like I said, even like the Jets right now are the super popular team. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like the Lakers I do like when LeBron colors, joined. It was like, oh, my gosh, we can't get enough about this team. Yeah. But no, I you would go how... Giants. I would definitely – I think I would go Giants. Yeah. If I was and, uh, or the Yankees. Or the Yankees. I feel like, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty big one. That would be the, pretty good. The reason why I wouldn't choose the Knicks is because it goes back to the Jordan years when the Knicks battled the Bulls all the time. And it just, I don't know, I just didn't like the Knicks. I've never yeah. been a Knicks fan. Yeah, I get that. I mean, like, okay, even staying with, like, the sports topic and everything, what? who is your sleeper pick? I know the NFL is coming up. Preseason is starting. Who's your sleeper pick? this year in the NFL that will surprise everyone and make it far either, you know, in the tournament at the end of the year to, you know, the NFL Super Bowl. Who is your sleeper pick? A sleeper pick if I had to pick one. Yes, that you that's just not even gonna win their division. Just make it to the playoffs. Hmm. So I know this is, it, it, it's, I don't know, there's a couple teams that I, I kind of been having my thumb on. I, and, and it's not really a sleeper pick, but I think they're going to be, so it's not really a sleeper pick, but I think because of the division they're in, so weak, Jacksonville is going to be that team that's like, okay, they, they, they are going to surprise, not surprise people, but I think, I think but I think the surprise came last year, though. For yes, them. they would have been the surprise team last team. So I'm not saying they're quite a sleeper. Um, the team that I think that it could be a sleeper, and I think it come out of both of these divisions, it depends on how it goes. I'm going to say Pittsburgh Steelers 
don't sleep on the Steelers this year. How come? Just because of the organization of the Steelers. They, they've been down. They've been down for a few years. You know, Did you not see the, the training camp videos of the Steelers practices and everything? No. It was terrible. And no, no quarterback could make a good pass to anyone. I, I'm still telling you, don't sleep on the Steelers. And in staying in that same division, staying in that same division, I think they, depending on how they gel as a team, so to say, if depending on how this new Deshaun Watson, are they going to stay with the ground and pound Cleveland Browns? Are they going to be their normal Cleveland Browns? Or are they going to be a surprise? I think they're going to be a surprise. Okay. So I guess I, I guess if I had two teams to really say watch out for, I think, and I, Steelers fans are right under. They're the third worst fans in all of football. First, of course, is Bronco fans. Second are Cowboys. Third are Steelers. But Not Raiders. No, Raiders fans don't bug me as bad as Steelers and Cowboys and Broncos fans. Yeah. Yeah, I put Raiders up there. They're up there. But um, I just say the Steelers. I think, I don't know. I just, that's just kind of my sleeper pick. I mean, George Pickens, arguably going to be one of the best wide receivers. Yes. Soon, you know. Yeah. He's a very talented, very talented guy. Najee Harris, he'll be healthy. Last year, he was really, really banged up, and they had no passing game, so they just brought a lot in the box. I, I think that'll be different. I think they're, um, I, I think the Steelers' defense is always tough. Now, so. now let me throw this at you. I'll, I'll right. tell you who my teams are, and okay. you, know, you can make fun of me here and everything. So, I would say. On the Chiefs side of things, you know, is that the AFC? AFC? Yes. Yeah. I would say my surprise team is going to be the Houston Texans. Huh. Or I'm going to say the Colts on that side as well. Wow. The Colts, huh? Yes. I I think, um, you know, watching some of Anthony Richardson's highlights and everything, he he does look like a really good quarterback. He Um, does. I'm I'm usually go with the freaking rookie quarterback. You know, I love seeing them. I love seeing them come out and love seeing how they play in the league. Some play really good. Some don't play really good. Love kind of just being around the hype and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, I, I think the Houston Texans can make a little splash. I think wow. everyone's just like, hey, they're going to be a terrible team. It's kind of like the Cardinals. Terrible team. Wipe them out. Um, on the NFC side, I will be a little biased. I think the Saints are going to come out of the blue. Um, I was I was kind of looking at their schedule this year, and I think I think personally they can win 11 plus games this year. Wow. That's a bold. With the, w- yeah, exactly. Like with the team they have and everything, I think the saints are going to be a really good team that a lot of people are underlooking because you know, you got some big hitters on, not in that division. That division's really weak. So bad. So bad. Super bad. Yes. Also, I would say out of that division, the Atlanta Falcons will be on the come up as well. I think, you know, for a lot of years, it's always been, you know, Tampa Bay, Saints, Falcons, or it was Fal- like Falcons and Saints, you know, mm-hmm. my entire childhood, it was it was always playing one of those two teams. Carolina hasn't really been that big of a team, mm-hmm. but everyone's saying this division is going to be like the worst division 
ever in the league and everything this year. And I think this is going to be like the surprise division that's going to come out and everyone's going to be like, you know, where did this Carolina team come from? Really? Where did this team come from? Yes, I think, I don't know why. I just have a feeling that I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get around. I'm I'm going to get behind the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to get a, a, behind the New York New Orleans Saints, even the Carolina Panthers. You know, I don't think the Buccaneers are going to be any good. I think they're going to be garbage, and it's going to make me super happy because I don't want to see them be good. Mm-hmm. See, my NFC pick, if I had to pick an NFC team, I know this is going to sound weird. Um, I'm I'm going to say the Commanders. I could see that. I mean, like, I like because the Commanders. The I, I hype think... of the Eagles. The yeah. Cowboys always there. The Giants are up and coming. Giants had their breakout year last year. Can they repeat it? But I think the commanders, if I had to pick somebody from the NFC that I was going to say that was going to be a sleeper that nobody was like watching to say, oh, hey, whoa, they're like last year's Philadelphia team. Where'd this team come from? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll, it'll be interesting to see how this year goes and everything like that. I, I mean, we obviously have our own predictions and our own biases on things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of funny yesterday. Um, my my little sister-in-law, she she plays volleyball at a local high school here, and she had the opportunity of being like on – it was like a video podcast type of thing, and it was just so awkward how they were interviewing her. And like, you know, me as being – and we're both new to podcasting and everything like that. But like we know what to talk about and when to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to bash on anyone, but I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Like – there's these two guys, probably both pretty big football fanatics is what they look like. Everything they reference, volleyball too was a sport or uh, football analogy. Uh-huh. And, you know, it was just funny to see how these guys were interacting because they were like, yeah, you know, the hitter's kind of like the quarterback. And the girls were like, no, it's nothing like the quarterback, you know. And it was just funny to see those interactions. And to just see their faces during it all was really funny and uh-huh. just kind of everything. And I just wanted to tell you that even like our viewers that like, if you ever have any problems, like, let me know, you're not going to hurt our feelings. I think it's going to be kind of funny, you know, but like if they don't know what we're talking about or if we're out of like, Hey, you didn't have a clue. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. And, yeah. Yeah. So and one crazy thing. Good. What were you going to say? No, go ahead. It's like, so I was talking to my wife last night. She got home from work and we're just sitting around talking. And she was like, do you realize how much we say like, like, and um, and but or like filler words. And today yes. I like I work for a phone company. And today I'm on the phone with someone. And I'm talking to them. And even, you know, during this podcast, I'm like, I sit there. and I'm like, I've said like, like 15 times. Like, why do we do that? Why do we use these like filler words? Is it just because so, it was the way we grew up or what? I think a lot of it has to do with that, yes. And your brain is trying to go on to the next topic. So it adds, instead of not saying anything, it adds like, oh, I want to compare it to. Um, also, in, I mean, it goes back to kind of like your school. You always The first thing you learned is in metaphors and stuff like that was the word like. Like means blah, blah, blah. And your teacher had to write it in writing sentences and things like that. I think that's what creates that in our conversation also like the word literally i mean it's like every literally kid... one of the best words arguably 
one of the best words. See, that's what I'm saying. Literally, it's used so much. Now, was it off of a TV show or somebody said it? I don't know. But it's just gravitated and everybody says it. Kids say it all the time. Literally, literally, you are a buck or something. You know, or literally, I did this. It literally happened. Of course, you're telling me so it happened. You don't have to tell me literally. But you're right. That's Those are transition words that happens that um, we use yeah. and say. I think it is true not to have silence either. You're looking for that transition word. So you say, um, just like, oh, yeah, or so. I think that is just your brain's trying to go on to the next thing that you're talking about in interviewing. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I mean, hey, I got one for you here, though. This is one that I was listening to um, to a podcast, and they were talking about um, golf carts being legal on the streets. Should because see, some cities are banning golf carts, so you can't you can't have the per city ordinance. You can't have a golf cart on the street because um, here a little bit back. Uh, there was over the 4th of July, there was an injury that happened. A bunch of teenage preteens, we're talking like 12, 11, 10. There were like eight of them on this golf cart and the kid was going too fast, rolled it. And uh, some of them got really, no death, but some of them got seriously injured. Then you also, they were talking about the one horrible situation back there in North Carolina where the people here from South Ogden were killed on their honeymoon, on their wedding day. I mean, they literally literally been married for an hour and their and their golf cart got hit by a lady on the road so my knowing that your family i mean um your little uh in-laws. sister-in-law yeah she 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 just gets in the golf cart and goes and i mean and it's not a thought but i was thinking because i was sitting there thinking to myself I, how do I feel about this? Do, should golf carts be allowed in city limits? You know, could you be able to drive a golf cart on 300 North down here or like on your main road on Bluff Street down there in St. George? Should golf carts be allowed there? I mean, me personally, I don't love the golf carts. Um, for a uh, couple things. Jeez, I got to kind of, you know, think about before I speak and everything. <laughs> Well, struggling a little bit. Um, first off, I don't, I don't think um, golf carts should be legal to drive on the street. Um, I see a lot of, you know, people that drive them in St. George all over the place. They'll just like be on the road, and like it's usually the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, it's usually like you said, around ten, thirteen year old kids driving these golf carts with like five other people. Mm-hmm. I understand that a lot of people in St. George are on the wealthier side of things. And, you know, instead of having a bike or a scooter, you're having that. But they have those bikes and scooters, too. That's I what think, I'm saying. I think <laughs> that we need to not bring it back to that kind of thing. But, like, kids should not be driving. Yes, it helps them driving when they get older because you do use some of the street laws, you know, looking over your shoulder. You know, you're accelerating. you got to stop when something happens. You have things like that, but I think there's going to be more accidents on the road that are going to happen. And, you know, even my mother-in-law was saying this. She's like, so many people are getting fed up with these kids not obeying street laws. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're going to drive the golf cart, 
around the neighborhood and you're not stopping at one single stop sign, at some point we have to draw a line and be like, you cannot drive at all. You know, yeah. even if it's a golf cart, you can't drive a golf cart on the street if it's going to be like this. Okay. Now, well, at say some this. point, what? Let me throw this at you, okay? So you're with it. You're saying no. What about the bike? What about the teenager on the bike who doesn't stop at the stop sign? That's that's a little bit, I don't want to say like easier to like be able to be like, yeah, it's going to, you know, it's fine for them to ride it. Obviously, there's there's got to come to a point, and this is what I was kind of going to say, is there's got to be a point when we got to teach kids how to drive or what you normally do. You know, me growing up, we didn't have a ton of stop signs around us where we would ride our bikes or anything. Yeah. You know, if we were if we were going around the neighborhood, we'd just get on that side of the road and swing, go around, go around, go around a million times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, we, you know, I live in a different city. I live um, four and a half hours away where we do have a lot of stop signs. We do have a lot of traffic. Um, these kids need to be taught at some age, if it's by their parents, if it's by school, something that hey you gotta stop at the stop sign you gotta stop yeah, but what at i'm it. saying is what what okay even with the e-bikes and the electric scooters and everything like that i mean the electric scooters if a kid's going through and they're riding and they're just right through so do we ban electric bikes electric scooters for kids you know i'm not I'm saying? saying ban them i'm just saying educate them to understand you know the rules of the road basically so what you're saying is it's not it, it should be the parents should be in the ones teaching their kids like, hey, stop signs are stop signs. But now let's say that because we do that as parents. But and as driver's ed teachers, how many people stop at stop signs in cars, though? So see what I'm saying? You're kind of the golf cart's getting a bad rap because you're saying, oh, it's a teenager. Oh, it's this thing. Oh, it's this person. And they're in a golf cart and they're not stopping at stop signs. But what about all the cars that don't stop at the stop signs as well? But that's illegal. That's that's illegal. A cop, if a cop's there, a cop can pull him over. Yes, but you could pull. Yeah, but you could pull a golf cart over as well. I've never seen a a cop pull a golf cart over ever in my life, and I don't think I ever will see it. Just like a cop, I've never seen a cop pull a semi over. You know, it might be possible. You might have seen it once. But my entire life of 22 years, I've never seen any of those things happen. Since I've been making the trip down to St. George, I've seen it more frequently than than I have. Do you know I, if they are pulled over or if they need assistance, though? No, they're pulled over. The cop, like on the side of the road, cops, lights, there, the guy's out. They're, no, yeah, they're pulled over. Okay, now you're but just making it up. I am not making that up. I've seen it more and more because I'm on the freeway more, and that's where it is. So that's, but my point, you're right but the the thing is i'm saying so should they ban golf carts or is it that kids like you have to get like an atv license you know what i mean because kids have to get atv license you just can't ride a motorcycle you know what i mean you if you get maybe those kids need a in subdivisions where it's more of an affluent subdivision you know what i'm talking about yeah but i think kids maybe need a some type of golf cart license like if parents if you're going to have this they should have this and they should be held to the standards and be taught and because kids are still going to be kids yeah you know i i don't know if i was banned him because at first i thought i was thinking like with you and i was like no 
no, kids shouldn't be. And I was like, but I think, wait a second. If you just jump in a golf cart and you don't really, you know, like I said, if you have the money to have a golf cart, sure, jump in your golf cart and go. But why is it wrong that a 12-year-old kid, I wouldn't have had a problem if I lived in the subdivision, in an affluent subdivision, or even in our subdivision that had a golf cart, I wouldn't have cared if you and Tyler would have jumped in the golf cart and rolled over to Jace's house. Yeah, let me let me just say this, though, you know, like I said, I don't completely agree. I think it's getting worse, you know, the more affluent people are becoming and the more modern it's becoming to have a golf cart for whatever reason. That wasn't popular when we were younger. No, but what I'm going to say about it is if a cop sees them or does something or people in the neighborhood see something, I think it relies on the parents and it should be the parents issue. Now, uh-huh. if a parent is getting a ticket, that's how it should be, to my, in my opinion. I think, you know, to a certain age, like, you know, you get 15, 16. Yes. How old are you? 16. Okay, this is your ticket for driving that golf cart like you are. Now, to some point, you know, you have an eight-year-old kid driving the golf cart. That shouldn't be allowed ever, in my opinion, to drive a golf cart as an eight-year-old. They can ride a bike. They can walk. They can run. They can ride a scooter. But not a golf cart. Could you imagine how many kids would be coming back from high school or junior high driving golf carts? And now you have to have golf cart parking spots because kids are coming to school in golf carts. So be it. But why is it okay for them to drive that and they can't just drive a car? Because at some point, you know, you have a car, you have a golf cart. Both can injure people. True, but a golf cart can only go. Golf cart can max out maybe at like maybe 20 at the fastest maybe That's still 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 fast enough to injure someone true you can still i but i mean most golf carts aren't gonna go that fast but that's still yes you can still get injured but i don't think it's compared to the poundage and weight of a car yeah i, I still know what think, you're saying i, I still think it's saying. dangerous i don't think there you should just have kids drive it I mean, maybe we have to have a certain age of where kids can drive it and everything like that. But a lot of people, I will say this, in Utah are going to do something until they're told not to. Or they'll push the limits until they get caught. Exactly. That's a really big thing in St. George. For whatever reason, they're like, well, I'm going to do what I want to do until I get caught for it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's fine, but that's illegal. You cannot do that. Yeah. You know, you can't drive a 70 and a 30, but people will because they know they won't get caught. Yeah. The officers around this area, there's not a lot of people that pull you over. And there's a couple I've seen in my four years, I can think of maybe 10 times I've seen another car pulled off to the side of the street. It usually doesn't happen. Yeah. Most of the time I see officers going to a bigger problem or pulling over someone with you know, they're drug trafficking or kid trafficking. Yeah. There's so much bigger stuff that's going on that we don't realize that to normal little speeding. Mm-hmm. No, I know St. George. They People fly. They they fly. Yes. I mean, come on. My, your daughter-in-law flies. <laughs> your daughter. Fly. Uh, yes. Yes, she does fly. I was like, oh, she gone. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, you know. <laughs> In driving is a whole other thing, and I know you have a lot of stories from it, and we'll be able to share more stories um, about this kind of going forward and everything. But uh, we want to know your opinion as well that you're listening to this. 
Yeah, kind of just to recap on the things we talked about: customer service. Where, where, you know, how are how more likely would you be to go back to that establishment? Are you going to go back if there's good customer service, or like if you get bad customer service, or you just put it as that one bad person, you're going to try it again, and if you get bad service, you're done with that place, even if you like the food or whatnot. Tipping, when should you tip? Or is there a time not to tip? Or is tipping out of control? That's something we talked about. We talked about the golf cart. We talked about a lot of different things. Yeah. And, you know, this was a great episode. Um, We were able to, like you said, talk about a lot of great things. Um, It was really good. We'll love to hear your feedback, whatever it is. Um, Mm -hmm. Just let us know. Kind of listen to it. Yet again, I mean, we're not... We're not super big. We're getting there. We're slowly but surely working our way up. Um, I mean, just kind of let everyone know. Our goal is obviously to hit a thousand followers on all of our platforms. I know we haven't posted a ton on YouTube recently. I I recently did a poll, and a lot of people like to listen to audio, and you know, m- myself included. I if I'm driving, I'm going to listen to audio. I'm not necessarily going to watch it. Obviously, you know, if I'm sitting at my desk and I'm working. Audio is going to be the occasion, but if I'm just around doing dishes, I'm going to be a visual learner. And so we're going to kind of more stick to the audio side of things before we get a little bit bigger. And then we're going to bring it back and kind of do more of a visual. I We both kind of want to learn more on the visual aspect of things. I think there's a lot we can do there and kind of connect the two into one. But for now, we're just going to kind of stick with the audio on moving forward. And, and I will say this, like if you're where like... If you have anything out there that you would want to talk or throw us a question, hit the Instagram, hit TikTok, hit in the comments, like, hey, what what about this? Or throw a question. What about this? Or something we can discuss or talk about that. Or even a story. Like if you're somebody that knows us and, and, and you want to say, hey, give a shout out. Tell about the story about this, you know, or, or do you, what do you remember about this student? Because I had a lot of students reach out to me, but nobody hit me up on, I mean, they th- threw some things at me. So in the future, I am going to be telling some some dirt on some of the kids who have kids now that they start to say, hey, you can't do that in school. I'll say, hey, it's okay because your mom and dad did that. So yeah. I'm going to say that too. Exactly. And that's what, and that's what we want to do. We want to make this fa- family friendly, open to everyone. Interactive. interactive. I think, you know, the best podcasts I listen to are all really interactive with people. And it's kind of coming down to like, I want to connect as much as with our audience as possible. Um, and right now, just kind of moving forward, like we're doing, I feel like a really good job. You know, we're taking your guys' feedback in. Um even a little bit like most of our listeners come out of New York and people that follow us, you know, that's something that's really cool. I think a lot of people live there and we'll kind of stick on that road a little bit more so as well. But we had a great podcast today. I love hearing from you guys. I love being able just to talk. Um, there'll be more to come. Like I said, our goal is to reach a thousand on all levels. It's a little, it's, it's a lot now, but hopefully we can look back one day and be like, Hey, that wasn't that much to get to. Yeah, we can do it. All righty, that will be it for today. Um, A new episode will be coming out probably in a week. I don't know. We're we're not necessarily consistent on when we post or anything. It's just kind of when we both have free time. Um, We might start recording more so on the weekends because you're going to start with school. 
I'm yeah. going to be still working, but weekends we'll be posting it, or Monday morning we'll post it for everyone to listen to. I, I personally like to listen to the podcast when I'm driving, and on the weekends I'm driving with my wife. Usually don't love to listen to things. It's just by myself, so we'll come up with a better schedule and everything. But and then also, real quick, I mean, it's kind of crazy what's going on in Maui, Hawaii. If anybody is ever going to listen to us, we're thoughts and prayers out there because of the hurricane and I guess uh, one city burnt down, completely burnt down because of wildfires in Maui. It's kind of crazy. That's it is nuts. nuts. And so thoughts and prayers go out to the people of Maui. Love, love the Hawaiian islands. They have my heart. I would live there if my wife could get away from her two boys, but they're attached. So I can't. But I would definitely live there. So love Hawaii, love the islands, hearts, wishes, prayers, best of luck goes out to those people who have been affected in Maui as well. Yeah, absolutely. Best best wishes. And I think that's good for today, unless you got anything else to say. No, I'm out. All righty. Sounds good. Have a good week. Laters. Bye.